Hey, y'all. So before we get into the show today, I have to shout out Real Talk Session Series. So the Real Talk Session Series is a community-focused media organization that produces edutainment. It's giving education and entertainment combined (laughs) content catered to black people. Their goal is to make a positive impact on education reform, criminal justice reform, and mental health awareness. They create this change via many, many educational video series their digital talk show, the Real Talk Session, and their new podcast, The Miseducation of the People, which I will be featured on this fall. They also offer videography, graphic design, and virtual events production services, which I have to say yes, 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 because Real Talk Session uh, Series edited one of my videos on Instagram, and it was so bomb. <laughs> it was so bomb. So please consider supporting the Real Talk Session series by purchasing some merch. They offer free shipping on all orders and your investment assists them with improving and delivering educational content to black communities across the nation. So you can shop their merch, Real Talk Session Series dot my shopify.com you can find them on ig at real talk session series on facebook at real talk session series linkedin youtube i will post it all in the show notes so you can check them out but again big big shout out to real talk session series i appreciate y'all so much all righty let's get into the show all you need is a little juju all you need is a little juju all you need is a little juju. All you need is all you need. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju, a little juju, a little juju. A little juju is the way. It's how I start my day. Can't firm no say. And I'll never get the play. I'll take your photo to the grave. But that ain't even my thing. I just stay at the crossroads, pray. I just pour a little honey from my bed to make them stay. Cause I hate when bay leaves, but I manifest a little with my bay leaves. I'm my ancestors, baby. So I give them everything that they gave me, yeah. So I can't be stopped. Manifested everything gives me props. I'm spiritually rounded while I'm on the top. My spirit's surrounded, so I'll never drop. Welcome to A Little Juju Podcast. This is the podcast all about Black as spirituality, honoring our ancestors, ourselves, uncovering African traditional religions, as well as religions and traditions of the diaspora, and getting free using the tools that our ancestors gave us to get free. My name is Juju, and I'm the host of this here show. I come to you as a hoodoo practitioner and Orisha devotee. I come to you as a Reiki practitioner, a reverend pastor, a bad bitch witch, you know, all the things. And I'm so excited to bring y'all a mini so I feel like every time I say I'm doing a mini so it ends up being the same amount of time as my longer episodes because I be running my mouth. But I really am hoping that this is a mini so and I have a special guest here, which I'm going to introduce in a second. But I just, um, I felt really called to put an episode out this week and specifically record from South Kakalaki. So I'm reporting live from the gutter bit. Just kidding. I'm in Manning, South Carolina, um, which means a lot to me because this is where my father's mother's side. So my paternal grandmother's family is from. So 
It's a small town. If you're familiar with Manning, hey, my people probably knew you or you're my cousin. So <laughs> reach out if you're from Manning, Santee, Sumter area. We in the building. Um, it's, you know, I was one of the kids from up north, quote unquote. We can debate if Maryland is the south, which it is. But in this case, I was one of the kids from up north who went down south during the summer. So as I'm recording, I'm in this house where I learned to sew. I'm in the house where I got my period uh, for the first time. I'm in the house where I used to do fireworks with my granddaddy. I'm in the house where I would get on the back of my uncle's um, motorcycle and just drive. It's 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 the it's the country, you know. It's not that many stores around. The closest grocery store is about 15 minutes away. It's a ton of land. It's beautiful. It's lush. It is trees. It is good Southern living and being in this space means a lot and it means a lot to me to be able to record here. This was my first time coming to the house since I think 2015, but this was my first time coming by myself, like driving down alone. My grandma's not with me. My father's not with me. My aunts and uncle, my cousins. So I've interacted with the space very differently. And, you know, having a friend here, I was kind of the caretaker of the home. And normally sometimes I feel like a guest in a way because I was always a child when I came or I came with my parents or an elder and not this time. So like I'm smoking blunts, (laughs) you know, and drinking. Like I've never done that here. And also this is my first time coming as a practitioner as someone who has done a lot of intentional ancestral work. In 2015, I was doing ancestral work, but you know, now it's it's completely different. So it's it's been beautiful, it has been transformative, it has been super healing. Um, So I'm grateful to just be here and to talk to y'all sitting here, because it it means a lot to me, it it really does. All you need is a little juju. A Little Juju podcast is written hosted and crafted by me, Juju. And this process is a labor of love, but it is labor nonetheless because podcasting ain't free. It takes time, energy, resources, money so that I can pay people to help me. Finally, I have a little bit more resources to do that. And I'm able to do that because people donate. Um, It is a few ways to donate to the show. All of them are important. I will start with the monetary ways and then we'll get into the non-monetary ways to support this work. So the first monetary way that I'll mention is through Patreon, which is a site that allows you to contribute to the show monthly. So on the first of the month, Patreon automatically takes out whatever you choose to donate, which will range from $1 to as many dollars as you want. I have some suggestions on my Patreon. And based on the level that you donate is the level of content or things that you'll receive from me via Patreon, which includes exclusive deals, videos. Sometimes I do readings. Sometimes I do workings for specific patrons. It just depends. Okay, so big shout out to Brandy Bowen. Thank you for becoming a patron. Shout out to LaTanya. Appreciate you, LaTanya. Shout out to Carrie or Kari child. Shout out to Kari. Shout out to Ethel Nalul or Nalule. I think I said you last time, but you get another shout out thing too. Shout out to Emily Melissa Walker for upping your pledge. I appreciate you. Shout out to Sherian Bangna. Shout out to Ness. Shout out to Shun or Shun. Shout out to Gretchen Sigars, Jamila Henderson, Suni. 
Jatea Satterwhite, Kiana Hendricks, Imana Nothando, Jovan Lee, Shalita Chapman, Mallory Devon, Jessica Arujo. Shout out to Alyssa Thompson, Tise, Maya Little, Nakia Henderson, A Human Space. Shout out to you. Shout out to Sheree Moore, Iris Bastet, Alana Crawford, Marissa Moss Statton, Brianna Birdsong, Ashley Alexand Alexandria, Alyssa J. Cyphers. Shantha Roberts or Shantha Roberts, Sierra, Alexis Lott, St. Moreau, Maru, shout out to Brianna, Lakeisha Bacchus, Sierra Ferguson, Tana Shati, Shaka, Kalia Taylor, Naria White or Naria White. Shout out to Honey for editing your pledge and remaining a patron. Rona Taylor, Alexis. And I think that is it. I appreciate y'all. I'm sharing the energy of abundance and wealth as you have shared it with me. I'm sharing it back to you tenfold as you share it with me. May all of your dreams, manifestations, plans, projects that you want to bring into the world, may you be able to do it. May you have the resources. May you have the coin. May you have the people, the connections, everything that you need to do what it is that you're supposed to do. I speak that over you with the gift and the power of my tongue um, because, you know, I do not take the energy of money lightly. So I appreciate you and I'm sending those blessings right back to you. And thank you all so much for being for being patrons. And of course, big shout out to those of you who hit me up on the Cash App for a more non-committal way to donate to the show at dollar sign I-T-S-J-U-J-U-B-A-E or on my PayPal at thejujubay, T-H-E-J-U-J-U-B-A-E at gmail.com. Big shout outs to those of you who have donated in that way. I say a little prayer for you each time. So thank you. And if you are interested in the non-monetary ways to donate to the show, which are just as important, shout me out. Tag ALJ Pod, tag Jujubay on social media, put people onto the show, tell them what this podcast is and what it's about. Comment, subscribe so that I pop up when a new episode comes out so you already are hip and you know. Just let people know about the show. You can rate five stars on Apple or whatever platform that you are using and just help me spread the good juju gospel. I appreciate everyone who always tags and tells me they're listening and puts people onto the show. I deeply, deeply appreciate that as well. All that information will be in the show notes. So now let's get back into the show. All you need is a little juju. And now I want to introduce my special guest, which is LaVon P, LaVon Proverbs, <laughs> who you may remember from the episode Orgasms. I'm sorry. I keep saying orgasms. Masturbation. Masturbation. Why orgasms in my mind? Because you want the orgasms to come <laughs> when you masturbating, honey. Masturbation is a gift from God <laughs> is the episode that LaVon was featured in. Mm. So everybody say, hey, LaVon. Hey, y'all. <laughs> And it's been so great having LaVon mm. here. This is our, it's funny. This is our second, <laughs> second time, time. 
meeting in person. <laughs> and it didn't feel like that. Not at all. Because we met under some Instagram post that I did. Mm-hmm. And it was just like an instant connection. And I remember thinking, man, I've been listening to Juju's podcast. Like, she don't know. She changed my life. And so I sent her an email, which mm-hmm. is what she always says to do. Mm-hmm. And was like, Juju Bay meets Pastor Bay. And from there, we just started connecting. And the first time that we met in person, there was a really metaphysical experience. Yes. That's what happens when you have two meetings smoking cigars and drinking whiskey yes. <laughs> and bourbon. Um, and like, oh, what? Yeah, we was crying. In the middle of the cigar lounge. Yep. We sure but were. that's how spirit be moving. Yep. Anytime, in any place. place. I don't okay. care who's, who's around. around. Okay? Because <laughs> we was in there crying and drinking and smoking cigars and it felt like I was talking to my sister. I mean, I was. Mm. But it was the first time that it was the first time we met. It just didn't feel like it. So right. when I brought that up to Levon now, like, hey, did you realize this was our second time meeting? Like, isn't that weird? <laughs> that don't even sound right. Because we also have the book study together, Reading mm-hmm. the Spirit of Intimacy. Um, so, yeah. And we I be just... texting and sending voice notes. Yeah, yeah. We're, so I just, talk. <laughs> I feel like that was the connection there. But it was so fascinating to me how we were both feeling led to come to this space. Mm-hmm. Because I started doing research about the town on Twitter and saw that you had posted about Charleston back in March. Mm-hmm. I was not thinking about South Carolina. In right. March. This, it, I'm on some accelerated spiritual growth path journey. Mm-hmm. Because things are just aligning. And my ancestors are like... Not even a bread come. Here are loaves yes. of bread for you, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and come on here. Yeah. So yeah, this has been really amazing. Thank you so much for of having course. me. Of course. I'm honored to open up this space mm. for you. So like let's talk about what brought you to South Carolina. So what started you on that journey? Child. So in December, I treated myself to the African Ancestry DNA test. Cause mm-hmm. I know there are a lot of different options out there. But, and they did not pay me for this, y'all. But African Ancestry (laughs) is my favorite one because it's Black-owned. They can pinpoint you to a tribe in a country. They're not just like, you're 85% Sub-Saharan African, Mm -hmm. like G thinks. Um, And they destroy your DNA once it's done. So we love it. it. So spread the word, gets you 10% off. Praise God. Um, So I did that and found out that I am from the... Temne people in northern Sierra Leone Mm -hmm. and a lot of them were rice farmers and I found out that uh, Charleston's main crops were rice uh, cotton and indigo Mm -hmm. and so I found out that a lot of the rice farmers from Sierra Leone came to and through Charleston which means they inevitably ended up as a part of Gullah Geechee land Mm -hmm. which those people have a direct connection to my mother's native land of the island of Barbados. So I was supposed to be living in Barbados this summer and thanks to the Rona and this trash ass administration, you know, uh, Barbados banned U.S. travelers. So um, Spirit redirected my path and my energy, relocated me to New Orleans, Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I got to get to Charleston during my birthday season. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the Leos. (laughs) Gang, gang. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) So then now, so you did that research, all starting from African ancestry. Yeah. Which connected you to the Temi people? Tim, Temni. Temni Mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Realized the Temni people moved through Charleston. Realized there was a connection to the Gogichi. I was tweeting about going to South Carolina because that's where my people from. Mm-hmm. And then it just so beautifully came together like, hey, well, come with me. Like, yeah. let's go at this time. Let's go. And that was it. And we've had this really wonderful journey of being able to research while we're on the land of our mm. people, which feels different. It's Woo! just different. I don't even know how to describe what it means to just be here. Mm. 
And we were both actually on our laptops at one point in my grandmama's room, sitting on our knees with our laptops on the floor, just looking up things. I'm looking up names of some of my ancestors. And again, this is a very small town, so I'm going past the roads and one of my family names is Dingle. And I've turned to get to the house and I've turned left on Moses Dingle Road. And I'm Mm. like, that gotta be an ancestor of mine. And then I go down the street and we turn on Lemon, uh, Lemon Dingle. I can't remember the full names. I'm sorry, ancestor. But it was Lemon Dingle Road. And I'm like, all these Dingles, like (laughs) these are my people. And I don't know who they are, but there are roads named after my people Mm. in Manning, South Carolina. So thankfully I actually was tweeting about this and not knowing I didn't see anything online. One of my uh, followers sent me Moses Dingle's, um, not birth certificate, but like a, uh, what's it called? They had to sign a thing. To a record? A census. Oh, there you go. Uh, sent me Moses Dingle's census record. Mm-hmm. And then another follower of mine was like, I'm a Johnson. I, I, my people are from Manning and um, Santee area. and But my family name is Johnson. I'm like, oh, baby, I'm a Johnson too. That's my <laughs> daddy's, that's my paternal Paternal side. So my dad's great grandfather's side is paternal grandfather's side mm. is uh, Johnson's. I'm sorry. So I'm a dingle and a Johnson. So and a Tyndall. So if you are a Johnson, a Tyndall, or a dingle, and you got folks from South Carolina, we are kin. So I would also be interested in reaching out to you. But anyway, I'm just saying all this because I ain't know none of this stuff. I just tweeted it, and the ancestors continuously gave me more information. Now I'm linked to a cousin, mm. two cousins from Twitter. <laughs> like who have done ancestral research who were able to give me additional names mm-hmm. so I figured that out LaVon is googling and figuring <laughs> out stuff she burst into tears <laughs> at one moment you want to tell them why you burst yeah, and so I'm doing I'm on the Gullah Geechee Nation website and I'm just looking through their events and all of a sudden I see a YouTube video from this event called the CaraFest Virtual Summit. Mm -hmm. And the name of the video is Connecting Barbados to the Gullah Geechee People. I was like, how do you explain this? Mm -hmm. I wasn't looking this up in New Orleans. Something about being on the land where my ancestors were. They're like, she's here. We feel her. Let's send this vibration to her. And so, of course, I burst into tears because it was just such a concrete moment where it was like, y'all are pleased with me Mm -hmm. and y'all are riding for and with me. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it was it was powerful. Right. And they want us to know. They want us to uncover. And so I know it's it can feel difficult. And I know a lot of people reach out to me like, I don't know my ancestors. I don't know my people. I don't know how I will ever connect to them. Let me tell you something ask them Mm -hmm. to show themselves to you. They will. It can happen through any which way. Start Googling some stuff. Mm. Google some names. Say it on Twitter. You might meet a cousin. Like, (laughs) it's so many. They will not leave us out here not knowing who they are. For sure. And definitely don't be afraid to talk to your family, Family. the ones you're comfortable talking to, and just asking them to recount what they know. You'd be surprised how much information (laughs) people are sitting on just because you're not asking. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so many stories. So many names. So many names, so many stories. Um, So what did we do when we first got here? The first day? Grocery shop? No, that was the next day. The first day, oh, we We got salads. Yeah, we just got salads. We just rested. We rested. Um, That was on Monday? Was that Monday? All these days. I know. It was Monday. Monday. Yeah. So Monday was a chill day. 
Tuesday, we just went grocery Piggly shopping. Wiggly. We went to Piggly Come Wiggly. Come on, somebody. Shout out to Piggly Wiggly <laughs> and to the man who, I, apparently, I don't know if he just did it for us or that's just what they do here, but he walked um, out pickles. to the car with our groceries <laughs> and put them in the back. I was like, are you good? Like, uh, I'm good. He's like, no, I'm no, ma'am. I'm, I was like, oh. Yeah, he was definitely a, a elder. Yes. On the more to love side. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, <laughs> sir. Well, he was out here in these streets. I guess that's what they do here. I love to see the Southern hospitality. Love to see it. And then what the next day was Wednesday. Didn't we go to the water? The the pier or whatever? Was that Tuesday? No, that, no, that was, was Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. Oh, wait, was that Wednesday? <laughs> Yeah, where that man rolled up playing trap music. We was like black people, and it was a white man. Yes, that was Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Okay, <laughs> Wednesday is deep, y'all. Okay, <laughs> so Wednesday. Where do we start? Okay, so when so those of you who follow me on Instagram or shoot even Patreon or all my platforms, essentially, you know that Wednesday I posted a. This is a trigger warning, also for sexual assault mentions and rape mentions. On Wednesday, I posted um, a post outing my abuser, outing the man who rapes me, who I also was was not in a relationship with, but was in relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a very toxic dynamic, but it went on for about a year. And I that was a burden that I've been carrying. And sometimes I would allude to different things on the podcast of like working through some stuff. So that's one of the things I've been working through is being able to get the gumption to be able to name my truth and speak my truth about mm-hmm. this person who is also sort of in the public eye um, in his own way. And so if you saw that, you saw me get very vulnerable mm-hmm. um, on my platforms and name this person, mm-hmm. name my experience, name um, the things that I felt shame and guilt around to be able to free myself and free my body. So if you are interested in checking that out, it is on my social media. It's also on my Patreon. It's publicly on my Patreon. So you can check it out. And so I am feeling good, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think I would feel good about this. I actually didn't even think I could do what I did. I have no idea. Well, I know my, the strength came from, you know, the divine and my ancestors, but I didn't, it's almost like I didn't really have to pull any strength. It's just like it happened. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of in awe of how it even happened. Um, like, I didn't know I had that much strength to do that. I still am very like, how did I do that? But mm-hmm. I did it and I feel so good. So I also just want to send some encouragement to people who are experiencing or have experienced sexual trauma and mm-hmm. you've held it and you've blamed yourself mm-hmm. for whatever reason or you stayed in the relationship for whatever reason or you went back for whatever reason listen me too mm, me too <laughs> okay and it's not your fault and it's really not your shame to carry because you didn't do it it happened to you You were victimized, but you are a survivor. You Mm -hmm. have made it through. You can make it through. So I'm just sending so much ashe. Whether you decide to tell the world like I did, if you just decide to tell one person or you tell nobody at all, you still deserve peace and wellness and power. And I wish this feeling that I have a freedom on everybody who has experienced this because it can happen. And I'm so glad that I was able to speak that truth and post that one with LaVon, who was deeply supporting me, who was a beautiful friend to have here, who I I, I couldn't have been here with a 
better person to do something like that mm. with. I could not. I really thank you for that. I really do. Um, and to also do this in this home mm. that I grew up in during the summertime mm. um, on the land of my people. And I felt so held. Mm. I felt so safe. Mm. I felt okay to do it. And that's, I know that's where my strength came from. Yeah. And like I said before, as we're trying to do things differently, it's just no space for that kind of sexual violence to exist anymore in our, in our communities. It's no space for that to be disrespecting queer people and trans people and, and women it's just it's that's un-African, right? Like I, it, it, it's, yeah. Like this, yeah. <laughs> this this is the moment because even though that day was full of highs and lows, you know, mm-hmm. valleys and summits, peaks and whatever, y'all know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I believe it was also. Wednesday when Meg came out with her story about Tory Lanez when she was like was that yesterday? Was it yesterday? Yeah. Oh, it was yesterday. This was all yesterday. This was all yesterday. Oh my yes. god. Okay. So then we were just like the truth is coming out all over, honey. So yeah. even when it's like there's no space for sexual violence, there is no space for violence against black women. Mm-hmm. Sis, trans, I don't care how you come mm-hmm. to your womanhood, there is no room for it. Mm-hmm. Something just happened to three sisters out in LA. You know, mm-hmm. folks are out here um making memes about Meg and making fun of her because she's tall and shout out to my other stallions okay we tall too uh and it's just like where do we or or when do we start to protect black women Mm -hmm. because in her video Meg was like I was trying to go home wait can we say for y'all who don't know Megan the Stallion is a rapper um I know everybody in the U.S. got to know Megan (laughs) but (laughs) Megan the Stallion is a rapper very beloved rapper yeah and she was recently shot in the foot by an artist named Tory Lanez. Yep. And she just came out and admitted that it was, and told us that it was Tory Lanez, even though people thought it was Tory Lanez before that. But she essentially said that she was protecting, uh, she was protecting him by not <sighs> saying who it was. And yesterday she said who it was because he's been lying, saying that it wasn't him or alluding to the fact that other things were going. He just been lying. Like niggas be lying. lying. So Meg set the record straight <laughs> yesterday and said that Tory oh, Lanez <laughs> shot her. So that's what uh, Lamar's referring to. That yes. story of Meg. So when I when I when I think about that, you know, and Juju and I were even processing through that together of how many black women are like, I was just trying to go home. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to go home when I was trying to go home and he. I was trying to go home and they wouldn't. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, when do black women get to go home? Right. When do we get to feel safe in our bodies and on this land? And that mm-hmm. goes back to a question that you've been posing over and over. Can we be safe on this land? Mm-hmm. You talk about decolonizing. We got so much decolonizing to do around our bodies and mm-hmm. around our sexuality and sexual trauma and how we have projected sexual trauma onto each other yep. over and over and over again and then kept it on the low. Yep. That's an area. That's, that is some shit when we talk about decolonizing. That's... I'm thinking about little black girls <laughs> mm-hmm. who are five years old. And people are telling her, go put on a shirt mm-hmm. or you're too shapely. This mm-hmm. is a baby. Maybe stop feeding her food that's filled with all these chemicals mm-hmm. and hormones. Uh, maybe stop beating her because when you beat your children, it releases the same chemical that's released when you have an orgasm. So our bodies are like, oh, oh, 
what mm-hmm. are we doing? You know, so there's that's a whole other conversation. But just the way that we don't protect black girls mm-hmm. is indicative of how we don't protect black women in this it, culture. Yes. Yep. Yep. And so it was just so not weird, but it was just heavy that all of heavy. that happened on the same day. <laughs> what day? But again, 2020, y'all, is the year of exposing. Mm-hmm. Shit is, it's not going to be this, it, it, it cannot remain the same. Nope. And so this energy that people have had around sexual violence and assault and hiding it and, and blaming, that can't be the same anymore. We nope. see that now. People are telling their stories. I told my story. I I'm shook. I told my story. <laughs> I really am. Meg told her story. People everywhere have been messaging me since I did that. Said I'm about to tell my story, oh, or you inspire me to tell my story. You inspire me to even think about telling my story, yes. even though I might not soon. Shit can't stay the same, y'all. 2020, the shit's getting exposed. <laughs> vision, y'all was talking about 2020 clarity, vision. This okay, is clarity. That's what it is. We be talking about this healing journey and how powerful and moving it is, but it's also ugly and mm. gory and requires you to look at the shit that you would rather not look at. Yep. Expose the wound. And it's not cute. It's not cute. It's oozy and bloody and pussy. Yep. And I'm squeamish as fuck. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying it to look sure at nothing is. like that. When May posted her foot, I was like, wait a minute. Yep. She sure scroll, did. Scroll yep. back. She had to show us her. Why? But why? Open wounds. Why do you have to believe her? have to show our wounds over and over again. And they're like, well, I don't believe it was bleeding at one point. So let me pull this scab off so I can actually yep. see the raw flesh. Yeah. Enough is enough. Enough. That's it. Enough is enough. So yesterday was a lot. A lot. It was <laughs> like Noah said, highs and lows. <sighs> it was healing in ways. It was troublesome in ways. It was just sad in, in ways. But also, like, you know what? Shit's finna change. Mm-hmm. And shit is changing. It's not finna change. It is. It is. Current tense. Yeah, it is. Because liberation is an ongoing movement. And yep. it's a process. And just like the water that we're near, there's an ebb and flow. And sometimes mm-hmm. you're going to be like, oh, I feel so free and transformed. And other times it's like, man, I feel really sucky right now. Yeah. But we also got to realize that we're not or remember, because I know we realize, we're not just processing our stuff, we're processing our ancestor stuff. And so anytime mm-hmm. something would come up, I, you know, tap the ground, touch mm-hmm. the ground, walk, be near the water, let it ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let it ride, because energy doesn't dissipate, it just transforms, it just transfers. Yeah. So you got to process through it. The only way through it is through it. Yep. Ashay. So then we went to the water that day and we danced. We, yes, we did. We played we, Beyonce. Yeah, <laughs> and we gave offering. Ashay, uh, it was beautiful. Which was so powerful because this man-made, human-made lake mm-hmm. is this has is surrounded by these waterfront properties, and most of them were owned by white people. And mm-hmm. at one point in time, it was a white man on a boat, and what I thought was a brown like Latina woman getting on a boat with him, but he was flying this big old flag that had Cheeto Satan's name on it. And I was like, isn't this something? We are out here free black women Mm -hmm. dancing to Beyonce, Mm -hmm. smoking weed under the trees, giving (laughs) offerings to our our mama. Right. And this is wild and Mm -hmm. free. This is what it means to be wild and free. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely felt free. I felt so free. I felt so free. That was a good day. That was a good day. 
We did good work. That was a healing day. Yeah, there was a lot of good work done that day. Oh, oh, we cannot forget to talk about Mr. Donald, Chef Donald. Wait, we tried, you found a restaurant, right? And so we like, let's yes, go to the restaurant. Yes, I found a restaurant on Google. But then the restaurant was closed. Not only that, it was attached to some other hotel that's not even a hotel. It's mm-hmm. a motel. Mm-hmm. Holiday, not the Holiday right. Inn. But anyway, so we was like, okay, no. So I went to go potty and then I asked old boy at the front desk, like, yo, son, what's up with the food? He was like, are you um, going north or south? I was like, sir, we're staying local. So he's like, how far do you want to drive? I was like, less than 30 minutes. So he's like, Duke's Barbecue. Mm-hmm. So you know how people in the South give you instructions. Like, you going to take 17 and then you going to get off at this exit. And then it's going to look like you're leaving town, but you're going to stay. I was like, sir, we're going to put in GPS. It's okay, but God bless you. So we go and um, I'm about to turn into the parking lot at Dukes with Juju Spies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see this sign that says Chef, what's his name, Donald? Donald. And it was a food truck, a red food truck. And I see a man, black man outside with locks in his hair. And I'm like, you want to try out that instead of the, let, let's let's yes. go ahead. And I was like, yeah, let's let's go. So we hit that, <laughs> we hit that right instead right. of going in uh, Dukes, Dukes or Dan's or whatever. <laughs> and we pull up and we like, oh, we can come over. Like you open, he like, yeah, come on over, come on over. He you know he had his little accent that mm-hmm. kind of gives like Gullah, but mm-hmm. not full Gullah. But y'all know that South Carolinian kind of rural Gullah right. jump. He had that accent, so I was like, oh my god. <laughs> so he had a whole bunch of different barbecue stuff, ribs and briskets and He was out of ribs. You know how these black folks be doing. Out of ribs. Be like, now let me tell you what I don't have. Right. So he was out of ribs, but we both got the brisket sandwich. Ridge and let me tell y'all something. Sin. If you are in Come what on. area? Ridgeland. Ridgeland, South Carolina. Listen. Please hit up Listen. Chef Mother <laughs> because that barbecue was so damn the potato salad was good y'all you know you don't eat everybody potato salad <laughs> his potato salad was good I'm gonna put his information in the show notes yes <laughs> so if you are around please tell him Juju and LaVon sent please do you because I'm not sicing the situation that shit was good as hell it was all I could do was just shake my head and it's like I'm not even a barbecue saucy person like that I prefer like dry rub but y'all mm-hmm First of all, good. he put extra love into it because he was trying to wife one of us up. He was. He was. And he, he said, said that. And he, he's, yeah, he introduced us to his daughter. He was trying to see like who, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We make a good step mama, a good bonus mom for my daughter. Uh, but yeah, and, and then something happened with like our internet, our 4G, 5G, yes. 11G, whatever. And like Cash App wasn't loading. So then we were having trouble paying him. And he was like, you know what? Just take it. I wouldn't even feel right taking y'all money. I was like, you sure? Because I don't like taking free stuff. I was feeling type of way, especially for a man. I'd be like, no, let me pay you, sir. Please. I was like, girl, let's Le- go. I, like, I know, LaVon grabbed that bag like, thank you, sir. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we really, okay, thank you, sir. He's like, no, I can't take y'all money. Y'all so, I was like, well, wow. So we got a free meal. That was delicious. That was amazing yeah. from this beautiful, wonderful black man. Yeah. Um, who also said he travels. To cater, so he can. Mm-hmm. He's in a food truck, so he can just skirt, skirt right on over, depending on where you are in South Carolina. But anyway, and then the, to close that part, it was really beautiful to hear him share his story because he was talking about how he was doing really well with his restaurant and mm-hmm. living in this like he was the only black person in this all white town, and he was pissing off the white folks like who's this black man with these locks making this money? So they started charging him more rent for yeah. his spaces for his residential space, yeah. and he was like, you know what? I'm not even dealing with that shit. Like I'm gonna get this truck and I'm gonna just be my own person yeah I mean, he said that boss. was his biggest blessing was leaving that physical restaurant and just having a food truck 
and being able to move and not have to deal with no paying rent to no no white people trying to up the rent because they mad at black men. So whoever that's for, go get your food truck. Yeah, so go get your food truck or get whatever. You, you know, sometimes the blessing is in disguise. At first yep. it could seem like, oh, Lord, why is this happening to me? But hey, you might just need a food truck. Okay. So, you know, we've been coming home chilling, you know, whatever's. And we then- went thrifting. What we did that? go thrifting. What was that? That was I think that was Tuesday. Child. Yeah. That was Piggly Wiggly Day. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's right. Because we saw the thrift stores and mm-hmm. we're like, oh, we should go there. And then we were about to make a U-turn. We're like, oh, there's another one. Yeah. So the first one, Juju found some cute stuff. Got that little skirt. Popping, yes, my little and a little skirt. T- couple dresses, I think. Mm-hmm. And then we just came up on this nightgown haul at the second one. Yeah, that I'm like, oh, this is it. Y'all gonna get this satin and lace? Yes, oh, we're getting our satin. We're, we're actually you. recording in our <laughs> outfit, in our <laughs> sheer silky. Oh, mine is leopard. Such a see-through situation. Get into it. Levon has this very beautiful red satiny lacy around get the titty area. <laughs> the titty area is <laughs> just gorgeous. And we have been walking around this house with our little yes. satin things on every day. Robes. Robes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Opulence is our birthright. Yep. Feeling really luxurious. So, yes. I can't forget. Can we forgot that? Yes. <sighs> that was a good thirty. That was day. really good. Um. So, yeah. Wednesday, we went to the water. And Wednesday, then. we went to Charleston. Yes. Then we went to. Whew. So, that was a lot. Because Wednesday, when we were at the water, listening to Beyonce and Ting. Um, we were doing our very best to find out where do we need to go to go on a Gullah Geechee tour. Yes. And because y'all know we are part of an oral slash oral tradition, this shit just ain't Googleable. You know what I'm saying? So I, I did the best that I could that Google will allow me to do and ended up calling this place called the McLeod Plantation, mm-hmm. which like the Whitney Plantation just outside of New Orleans where I have plans to go soon. Um is apparently the stories are told from the vantage point of the enslaved Africans who were Gullah Geechee. So it seemed like our way of life, our way of doing things and being on this land were going to be centered. Mm-hmm. However, a plantation is a plantation is a plantation. So when we rolled up, it was immediately like, chilling because when we first got into downtown charleston we were like oh this is cute juju was like oh this is giving me miami vibes you know you got the palm trees really tropical the water the air is thick and sticky and child listen we turned on to that land and it was like so haunting so chilling Mm -hmm. um there was a white woman in the gift shop juju got a couple amazing books And they had some art there by a woman who's Gullah Geechee. But I was like, I don't want to buy it from y'all. I just want to buy it from her. (laughs) So, you know, we were supposed to go on a tour. We decided not to. You know, we gave thanks, took some pictures. There was a, what do they call it? The big house? The main house? I was like, this is too much. Plantations are a lot. Plantations are a lot. Even if they are telling the story from the perspective of the enslaved people, like that's even worse. We poked our head into one of the quarters where mm-hmm. our ancestors lived, mm-hmm. and it was tiny as shit. Mm-hmm. And it was like the fireplace was taking up most of the space, mm-hmm. and then they had nerve to have like some built-ins, and we were right. just imagining them sleeping on the floor. Yeah, it was <sighs> it was heavy. Plantations are a lot, and you know, even if it's quote unquote told from the. Yeah 
from the viewpoint of our ancestors, which I feel a way about because I'm like, who actually wrote this? I just kept thinking about, okay, so who who gets paid from this? Because we definitely pay $15 per person. $15 a ticket. What does the money go to? Hello. Does the money support any of the folks who y'all are talking about actually lost their land to this space or right. the people who own, own this property or it, tried to own our people? Hello. Like, it's just, I don't know if there's been any true atonement obviously not for enslavement as a whole we know that but just y'all are telling this story for what what benefits does it actually have for me or my people or the people who were impacted by this plantation and i don't know and i don't know if it's anything because i feel like they would be shouting that from the rooftop so i don't know i'm sure a lot of y'all who are from south carolina probably know about mcleod plantation or you know you have people who who work that that land so I'm opening my, please reach out to me with more information as y'all always do and get me hip on McLeod Plantation. But anyway, we decided to leave. Oh, cleansing breath. As LaVon has been telling me. <sighs> cleansing breaths. And I've been doing that shit too. It works. It does work. Um, okay. So today. Child. Today we chilled because, you know, we was. All around the mulberry bush yesterday. Tied from yesterday. Yeah. And then today was a powerful moment for me because um, if you follow me on social media, I'm very transparent about the fact that um, I suffered a miscarriage in mm-hmm. December. Actually, I think I talked about that on Masturbation. I think you God. did. Uh, I can't remember. Anywho, so today was actually my due date mm-hmm. for my would-be baby girl because mm-hmm. I... Thought for sure it was a boy, but I had a divination. And she was like, I see a baby spirit. Who's that? And I was like, oh, that's Sage Obsidian. And she's like, what's the story? I was like, well, I had a miscarriage in December. She's like, do you know the sex? And I was like, yeah, it's a boy. And she kind of looked like that, like, surprise emoji <laughs> with the red cheeks. And was like, I was like, it's a girl? She was like, yeah. I was like, ah! So I'm like screaming, screaming, screaming. And so um, even when I was thinking about what would it look like to, to honor that date, um, I knew that I wanted to do something for my birthday and just even realizing that today's the last day of Leo season, I'm like, I would have had a whole Mm -hmm. mini me, (laughs) which y'all are preparing to be ready for because next time she coming. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it was just beautiful to be in this space, in this ancestral land. Um, And when I was over to the Target because I needed some goods, uh, Spirit nudged me to buy a onesie that said, welcome home. Mm -hmm. So I washed it, you know, cleansed it and put it on my altar next to my maternal grandmother. So Mm -hmm. Sage is with her great, great grand, her great grandmother, excuse me, on my altar. I know. Right. Because my grandmother told me she was like, I got her. She's with me. We Mm -hmm. good. So Mm -hmm. I was just like, Mm -hmm. ancestral veneration out here saving lives and mending hearts. Okay. Um, So yeah, today was seamlessly pleasant all mm-hmm. things considered um but that's absolutely because i've done a lot of grieving around this mm-hmm. and like don't get it twisted i definitely shed some tears this morning mm-hmm. you know so if you suffered a miscarriage or pregnancy loss or you know gave birth to a, a sleeping baby like i see you mm-hmm. and you can absolutely tap into your unborn ancestor or your you know short-lived in this realm ancestor yeah and do what you need to do for your healing journey yeah but yeah Ashe. thank <laughs> you for sharing that thank you for listening you want to tell people the other tea or is that a secret oh no i can talk about it now because i'm like i think that was a little baby sage blessing i know y'all stop saying 2020 is canceled mm-hmm. stop saying 2020 is trash those mm-hmm. are spells that you're casting Ooh. 
Use your words for power. Start speaking the things you want to see. Mm-hmm. So I have been talking about uh, this book <laughs> that I'm getting out into the world. And people were like, you really need a book agent. And I was like, okay. So after I f- finished my book proposal, I reached out to a bunch of different people and was just like, hey, can you connect me to whoever? And I got a contract for a book agent. <laughs> This week and signed it today. Yes, yes, yes. So this is just one step to getting closer. It feels really, really good to be seen by someone who's um, knowledgeable in the publishing industry and will, you know, advocate on my behalf. And I know that it's just my ancestors prodding her heart, you know, to be like, this is the one right here. Mm-hmm. So as we are in this BLM moment, as we are in this, you know, listen to black women moment, like it is my deep desire to do work. Mm-hmm. around healing black women and carving out safe protected space for us to be free from cultural sexual and religious shame so nigga we writing a book, we writing a book <laughs> so after this we're gonna pop bottles oh, because God. that's that's the vibe and we're gonna celebrate LeBron today because <laughs> she's popping this hell hey. so I'm really proud of you for that LeBron. thank you it's just so special that it happened here I know again on the lands on the lands <laughs> On your due date. On my due date. Yeah. Like, you just can't make this shit up. You can't. <laughs> just can't make this shit you up. You can't. Um, so tomorrow we are going to we don't know yet. Gullah Geechee Gullah Land, St. Helena Island. St. Helena. All around there. Yeah. Penn Center. Yeah. So we're just gonna see what's up. You know. See what's popping. See what's popping. Get some see spiritual what the, tea. Right, see the tea. You know, I've always wanted to go to Gullah Geechee Land. So just excited to be there. I don't know if anything opened because of COVID, but just to be around and in the space is enough. So we'll see. And we'll be back. And we'll be back. I'm going to be back all the damn time because I I didn't realize I could drive like that. Like just, I can knock out them (laughs) seven hours. It was so easy. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be here all the time. I got somewhere to stay. Come on. For free. Oh, I'm here. I'm in there. So yes, 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 yes. And that was it. I just, I'm so blessed to have been on this trip. I'm so mm. blessed to have been on it with you. Mm. I, it feels like what I needed. I didn't, I knew I needed to come, but I didn't know how bad my soul mm-hmm. needed to be here. Yeah. How, how bad I needed to breathe in this air. Right. How bad I needed to like, I'm a barefoot girl. I go outside barefoot. Like, <laughs> I just forgot how country I was. Like I just, well, I forget, but it's like, I get extra country when I come back here. And I'm just like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like the whole time has been like, yes. Yes. You're safe. Mm-hmm. You're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of Even like when we were the only black people in a space, it mm-hmm. was like, no, we got you. Yeah. You good. Good. Plus you got your high John and your tiger's eyes. So okay. Yeah. We, we got good. you. Um. No, I would. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me here mm-hmm. and for sharing space and and life with me and walking with me through Mm -hmm. my own stuff. And Mm -hmm. I just am so grateful. And I'm like, if this is, you know, year one, then (laughs) year two is going to be litty. I'm trying to have a juju retreat down here at some point, you know, when the Ron is less Ronin in because y'all this land and country and people and 
I love having guests. So I'm like, I can have a little retreat situation down here. Call yeah. up Chef Donald, come up with the food oh, truck. Grrr. He 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 giving us plates of barbecue brisket. Barbecue brisket and ribs <laughs> and good potato salad and pork and beans with hamburger meat in it, child. Child. Um, baked beans, southern baked beans style, southern got hamburger meat and sausage. And, and sausage. What? I'm like, sir, you was no. That's I was so like, funny. I don't. I still eat pork, so I guess I ain't that. This is so, 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 so needed. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know what I was going to get, but I knew I was going to get what I needed. Yes. And I just feel so refreshed, recharged, revived, mm-hmm. reinvigorated, all the reads mm-hmm. to do my work and to continue poking and prodding, to use your language mm-hmm. and to just see what else ancestors wanna what they gotta say wanna spill yep what they gotta spill so y'all I hope that this was encouraging in some way encourages you to do a family tree yes to talk to your people yes. if you are down for the ancestral tests to yes. do that if you feel so called to sit with your people mm. to trust them to go down south if you can if you're from the south lucky lucky ducks um yeah it's it's like LaVon said, you know, be mindful of when we say that this year is canceled or that nothing good can come from it because mm-hmm. then nothing good will come from it. Come on. You know, there's always, I say it all the time. It's always going to be some fucked up shit happening. Guess what? Mm-hmm. It's always going to be some beautiful shit happening. That part. It's just what it is. But don't get so wrapped up in the fucked up shit that you miss and don't even create an opportunity for all of the beauty and all the gifts and all the wonder that exists for you to to find out and that is there for you right now to enjoy and savor um, because bliss is, is here. There's always balance. Yeah. What you focus on though is what's going to grow and that's right. why it's going to seem out, out of balance because right. even in the eye of the storm that's where the calm part okay. is. Okay. Mm. Come on, Pastor. Sneak and preach. good for that. Honey. Shout out to Pastor Jazzy. She said, I always try to sneak a preach. <laughs> So y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. LOL at me saying this was going to be a mini-sode. Child, I told y'all it's 56 minutes. <laughs> I don't know it. what a mini-sode is. Get and that's fine. Because that's fine. <laughs> um, thank y'all for listening. I will have all of the things that I mentioned that we saw and did, of course, in the show notes per usual. Thank you, LeVon, for just hopping on this episode. And I was like, girl, you want to call with me today? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> We're just going to do a podcast. Thanks for the content. <laughs> We love a content queen. Lamar's a content queen. Um, but are y'all be well, be blessed, and remember, all you need is a little juju. Hey. Later.